1: Oscar Wilde's comedic play, The Importance of Being Earnest, is billed as a trivial comedy for serious people. It was written in 1895 and is the next production of St. Louis's Insight Theatre Company. The play has been around for almost a century and a quarter. Why has it endured and how well does it hold up today? We'll get some insight on that from actor-comedian Ed Reggie, who is the director of this production. Also with us is actor Tom Murray, who plays the role of Lady Bracknell in the production. Tom, let's start right there. <laughs> Lady Bracknell? Yes,
0: indeed. Well, tell me about that. Well, it's it's uh, quite a plum for my career, let's say that. Uh, the last two major productions of the show, both in London's West End and on Broadway, featured men playing the role of Lady Bracknell. So I'm excited to be able to carry on that tradition here in St. Louis. Well, it must be quite an interesting wardrobe for you. Oh, it is. And the, the, actually, the dresses are gorgeous. I uh, I put them on for the first time last night with the full wig and makeup and everything. And I thought, oh, my God, I look like my mother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, your mother was a very attractive lady. I I would agree, yes. Ed, let me turn to you. How well does an 1895 Victorian comedy play in 2018? You know, I think it plays very well. And the reason why
2: I think it does is because I think – there's a lot of uh, material that's contemporary that borrows from that Oscar Wilde frame. You know, I think the sensation in the last a decade of uh, you know a lot of the dramas and comedies of masterpiece theater, uh, you know, on PBS, you know, sort of the Downton Abbey. You know, mm-hmm. that entire Julian Fellows, upstairs downstairs, you know, does a very good uh, at borrowing that that wit mm. and that cleverness. I mean, everything. Uh, that was said by uh, Lady Grantham, you know, uh, uh, Violet, is Oscar Wilde
1: almost lifted right from the pages. Well, this is comedy and that's a little bit different than drama and it's a different social time. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering how how, how you freshen that up or if it needs to be freshened. I don't think it does. You know, in fact, uh, early on in the stages of rehearsal, you know,
2: I told the cast that this is, you know, there are productions of Oscar Wilde's importance of being earnest that are really radically updated. I mean there was a production in New York that was done in – they moved it to the 20s during the prohibition. Uh, We we chose – I mean not to do that. We Mm -hmm. kept it really in its original form um, and we're playing the language. It's a language play. It is a comedy but uh, it's not slapstick. It's not over the top. Um, We're not going for the gag jokes. Mm -hmm. You don't need to. Um, But I do think it plays because this idea of at the core of this play, it's really about who are we in public versus who are we in private? Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to today today's current feel of people that are in you
1: know, public, are they the same they are in private? Uh-huh. Well, that's why reality TV plays so well. I it think, does. For that, for it does. Very it does. Tom, can I just ask you to kind of give us a, a synopsized
0: version of what the, the story is all about? Well, it's really simple. There are two young couples and uh, – in the classic tradition of romantic couples since the Romans and the Greeks, they want to get together and they want to have relationships. But there are all these barriers that keep them from doing that, including their class structure and their personalities and, of course, their meddling elders, which would be me in this particular play. <laughs> and it's uh, about how they overcome these barriers to find their own real personalities. I think it's great. You've been around for a while. Is it, is it easier or harder to play
1: something that was written 125 years ago uh, compared to something that's more modern?
0: It is not easier or harder. I think it's it's any challenge to an actor is always going to be the same, which is to find the truth in the character. What's great about this play is a lot of the things we say – are things we're saying now, because the the dialogue is very topical for today with the the class structures that we're dealing with and the, the conflicts between the wealthy and the common folks. So one, I think the it's the one percent and the rest of Though, us. The other one percent and the rest of us. This is a play about the one percent in England at the end of the nineteenth century, and just you know how ridiculous they may appear to some of us.
1: And that really does bring us into the, uh, the current uh, era, it, doesn't it,
2: it? It does. You know, I think the, the beautiful part about this, about you know, Oscar Wilde, is that he's really able to kind of stand the test of time. I know it sounds cliche, but when I'm really watching this show over and over in rehearsal, it, it, there's so much that relates to what we're seeing on, uh, you know, I said to someone the other day that, you know, at the time, Oscar Wilde, there was no social media course 125 years ago Mm -hmm. but plays were that format of getting across the idea of messages and and, or anti-political kind of you know jabs at class structure and and it's all in
1: there it's all in this you know it's still it's it's hold the test of time well it must because it's been around for a long time Mm -hmm. and it has played with some consistency for the last 125 years absolutely i mean it's I mean it just was
2: on Broadway about the two thousand eleven or twelve yes um west End production i mean it's and it's 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 done regionally uh all over i mean the United States and canada uh it's it's one of those plays that really just uh is it, it of course it's done a lot in colleges and universities i think it's that's the first place people may get their a uh, lot of acting I know I did when I was doing my undergraduate that, that's the place where you kind of learn it first um but I definitely think it's it's one of those pieces that really kind of rings true, mm. um, yeah. And I think I think it's what I love about this production is the this cast that I have is just amazing. And you know, one of the things that I'm so excited about, Ruth Azell, is playing Miss Prism. And um, sort of the uh, tutor of one of the young, one of the young uh, lovers that uh, Tom mentioned of. And uh, Ruth Azell is just – I mean I think the world – I'm a transplant here. I've been here 20 years. But uh, she is just amazing in this production. So uh, I, that's, I just want to give the, her a little shout out.
1: Well, uh, thanks for doing that. She's a, a former colleague in the television world and yeah. still is with, uh, with uh, Channel 9, right. needless to say. So th- but that brings to mind the, the notion of a mixed-race cast correct greg
2: uh early on uh maggie ryan artistic director and founder of insight theater uh you know has always given that freedom and uh and and latitude to really kind of stretch you know w- w- casting abilities and there's no limitations so early on you know maggie had asked me and i said absolutely this is perfect and so um yeah i think i think it plays nicely and there's not you know of course when you're watching it, it, she fits the role perfectly. And um, it doesn't – there's no issue of, of of her being an African-American tutor to this high
1: social class uh, young lady. To that degree, Tom, th- this world of acting has changed a lot. And I give a lot of the credit for that to Hamilton, for instance, which really brought this to the uh, public's attention because of its popularity. Uh, why not mixed race
0: casts? Oh, I think it's marvelous. Yeah. It's an incredible development. And I – as a high school teacher, and I've been teaching high school for 40 years, uh, a diverse cast is something you have to do on those those academic theaters because uh, they have to learn. And, and sometimes the best casting for a certain role would be somebody who would not be the traditional type of person to cast there, but you do it anyway because that's – the best person for the part. And I think that's the way all theater should be.
1: I wonder how well audiences are adjusting to that. I mean, do do, do either of you have any sense of that?
0: I don't think audiences care at all about who's playing the role as long as the role is being played as beautifully as Ruth is playing Miss Prism. In our production and as beautifully as the actors on Broadway played in Hamilton, which was an incredible show. Yeah. Well,
2: I, I think also the part that I like about it also as one that teaches acting in St. Louis, I like when my students tell me, you know, especially students are, aren't all – my non-white students say to me that they really – saw themselves in that production, and they wouldn't Mm -hmm. if we traditionally just cast the roles as they would be from 125 years ago. So to me, that's the powerful part. They can come as an audience member and see themselves on stage. That's important.
0: Which then gives them the desire to go pursue this, which I think is –
1: a great thing, correct. On the other side of the coin, you read from time to time, and we've been reading lately about "The King and I." For instance, there are some some Asian actors and actresses have been upset because they've used non-Asians to play some of the roles in, in, a, in a story that's all about Asians, if you will. So that's the other side. Sure, and I think, and I
2: think uh, to use the example of um, what we were just talking about, I know when uh, the tour, national tour of uh, "Next to Normal," was coming through. I mean, Pearl Sun played the, the, the mother role, uh, the, the main role, uh, and audiences – I mean she did a fantastic job. Of course she's on Fantastis Opera. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I think I, – I guess to a point was Tom saying as if you fit the role um, and you're really the, the right per- person for the role, I don't think that the race should play a role in it. Now saying that, I think if the role is critical – that the role has to be played by an asian actor or an african american actor i do think it is important to maintain that mm-hmm. because of the integrity um and i think that's where it
1: becomes a really tricky situation you know uh, for uh, producers do you think you have more latitude in experimenting with things like this and others uh because of the of the size of the of the company uh, y- yes, for that, yeah. uh, for
2: sure. I think the size of the company, and I also think, you know, I mean, as part of me feels, you know, it's also 125 year old Oscar Wilde's not around. His yeah. estate's not around to really. Yeah. And I think there's something about commercial mm-hmm. theater that, uh, I mean, there's a plus and minus, and I think a pro and a con. And I think in this situation, it's we could take advantage of the fact that we could interpret it any way we want to. And I think that's the freedom I like as a director, that I don't have those constraints that maybe per se, uh, you know, a a particular piece that's only been written 20 years, that says you must cast this role.
1: Uh, Tom, maybe you can help me understand something because part of what uh, I said in the introduction about this being a trivial
0: comedy for serious people, what does that mean? Well, I think it means that uh, there are – the seriousness, I think, refers to the fact that the people take themselves so seriously. The triviality, I think, comes from the fact that what they're serious about, to the vast majority of us, we're like, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're worried about? Oh, come on, man. This is not at all important in the in the big scheme of the world. But when I see trivial comedy, it makes me think that that's a, a put-down. <laughs> it's, no, it's not really a put-down. I think what it is, is it's an expression of... The fact that the play centers on elements that may be considered trivial, but to the characters in the play, they're it's, extremely serious. Extremely serious,
2: yeah. Well, I think, and also, I think the idea is 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 that this is definitely one of those productions that you come, you leave, you know, the stress at at the door. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna. It's it's a like I said, a great cast. You're going to have a good time. In that regard, you kind of let go of what's going on in your life a little bit and have fun, lay back and laugh at this ridiculous family intertwining and, and, you know, all the things that happen.
1: You're also going to have discussions, as I understand it, after the Sunday performances. What, what's to discuss? Just the, the what people have just seen or how is that going to be structured? Uh, generally,
2: Inside Theater, we – I mean they've been doing this. It's 11th season and um, it's – I know when I've been an actor in the company for other productions, uh, we they come on stage and it's literally a discussion mm-hmm. uh, about the process. Sometimes it, it could be about the process. It could be about the background. How do you actually mount a production? And then it could also be just – basic
0: questions that people might have about Oscar Wilde and that's uh, it's an amazing thing as an actor you sit there waiting for people to ask you what are the deep insights of your character and, blah, blah, blah. and a lot of times all they want to know is how do you memorize all those lines right, right. well that, that's
1: always a question and you're at a new venue this year Ed. correct yeah. for this production we're
2: at the Grendel Theater which is amazing beautiful you know in Grand Center where we're at right now and it's just an amazing house I'm, I'm so yeah. glad we're there
0: yeah, the Kranzberg Arts uh, Center has done an incredible job of of upping the, the stakes in St. Louis with the many venues that they've rehabbed and gotten ready for our companies here. It's and, awesome. And there's not a bad seat. I'm not just not saying a it, bad. there's seat.
2: not a bad seat in that theater. You could sit anywhere, and you're up close.
1: Oh, only a few seconds left. Anything else on the uh, playbill for the rest of the year? This uh, is this it? Uh, well, there's the next production that's
2: coming up is, uh, oh, my gosh, I've Totally Gone Blank. Uh, well,
1: check out our website for sure.
2: I don't know why I'm going blank on that. <laughs> I, I <am> totally –
1: <laughs> I've totally uh, – it, it means you're getting old, Ed, and it happens to me all the time. Don't so. tell my agent. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, put a link to, we'll put a link to uh, your website on ours at sdlpublicradio.org. The Importance of Being Earnest runs from July 12th through 22nd to the Grand Delt Theater in Grand Center, showing uh, at 8 o'clock on Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays, and 2 o'clock on Sunday. Gentlemen, thanks so much for being with us. Ed Reggie, great to see you, and, uh, you know, break a leg, as they say. Thank Tom you. Tom Murray, same to you. hope you have a wonderful performance, and I'm sure you will. Thanks, Don. Thanks, gentlemen, for being with us. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs are available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash air. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thanks for listening. I'm Don Marsh.